Hey everyone, this is uh, Richie Rich coming at you from Eastern Asia, and uh, the title of tonight's uh, Facebook Live is God Loves America. He loves the whole world, but he loves America because his children are in America. I think God only not only loves America, he's pleased with America because the country was dedicated to him many, many centuries ago. And, uh, you know, when you dedicate something to God, he takes covenant serious. He's a covenant-keeping God. So anyway, I believe he's going to have his way in America. So tonight I'm going to do a couple of things. Um, first, I'm going to share the psalm that he wants me to share in advance. And then I'm going to release a word that I had released. And those of you who are listening that don't understand what that means is, um, you know, there are prophets in the Bible like Isaiah, Ezekiel, uh, Jonah, Jeremiah, they're all Old Testament prophets. Well, there are New Testament prophets that walk the earth. Elijah was another Old Testament prophet, and there are New Testaments, and there are people like you and me. You know, you can hear from heaven. It's very easy to learn. Once you become born again, once you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, and once you believe that he not only died for your sins, that if you believe in him, you'll have eternal life, then you can grow in the things of God and learn that God does speak through people. So first thing is we're going to do the Psalm, Psalm 67. And I'm excited to share this Psalm. And it's a, for the pure and shining one. God, keep us near your mercy fountain and bless us. There's a mercy fountain. So keep us near it. And when you look down on us, may your face beam with joy. Isn't that awesome that his face could actually beam with joy? Send us out all over the world that so everyone everywhere will discover your ways and know who you are and see your power to save. He's got the power to save. We don't. Vinny certainly doesn't. I don't have the power to save. He does. Let all the nations burst forth with praise. Let everyone everywhere love and enjoy you. It's an awesome prayer. Then how glad the nations will be when you are their king. So this is a time we're coming into where he becomes the king, finally. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the word. It's all there. You can read it, get revelation that he finally becomes the king. They will sing, they will shout, for you give true justice to people. He, you give, he gives true justice. You want to get the heartbeat of the father and it'll happen when you're in relationship with him? You'll burn with justice. Every time I walk in this country of Thailand and I see an injustice, I take it on. People flip out because the culture is not used. I don't care about the culture. Culture has to succumb to the kingdom of God from my perception. Okay? Yes, you, Lord, are the shepherd of nations. Now, who's the shepherd of nations? There's <laughs> a lot of pastors who think they're the shepherd. <laughs> and it's true. He does give you that title, but it's his... You're, you're co-shepherding with him. It's not just your flock. It's, you know, pastors, you're co-shepherding together. No wonder the peoples praise you. Let all the people praise you more. The harvest of the earth is here. It's happening, folks. It's on. The harvest is here. He wanted me to release this tonight, and I'm going to release a prophetic word at the end. So it's all in tandem together. The harvest is here. The harvest is ripe. The laborers are few, few, but guess what? He's gonna take over. He doesn't need a lot of laborers if he shows up in power. 
like Moses. Moses went to the mountaintop. All the other ones were afraid to go up with him. Because you know what happened at the mountaintop? Thunders, lightnings, and earthquakes at the top of the mountain. It was wild. Moses had the, the nerve to go up there because he believed in God. He loved God. He had a relationship with God. And what did the people do down below? The people do down below what most of the church does right now. They build a golden calf. They build an image that's not even him. It's an image that's not even him. He's about to change the scene. I, I, I know that for sure. He's about to change the scene. Am I excited about that? I think so because he is. That's right. Now, wonder the peoples praise you. Let all the peoples praise you more. The harvest of the earth is here. God, the very God we worship, keeps us satisfied at his banquet of blessings. And the blessings keep coming. The blessings keep coming. Think about that. The blessings keep coming. Then all the ends of the earth, so I guess there's an end of the earth, all the ends of the earth will give him the honor he deserves. Who deserves the honor? He does. And be in awe of him. See, for a while now, um, God hasn't been awed, and he should be, because he's a God of awe. Look up what the word awe means, and you'll understand what kind of God we, we serve and who we love, and we're in fellowship with, and we're friends. How it is to be called a friend of God. So Ezekiel 33 has been burning in me. What burning means to those of you not aware of it, but it means it keeps coming to me and it keeps coming to me. And the Lord inspired me to release Ezekiel 33 before I talk about the word I'm about to talk. Here's the reason why. Those of you who know me close know I'm not a doom and gloomer kind of guy. And this word, although it's got some calamity affiliated with, is not doom and gloom. It's not. If you listen to the word closely, and I suggest you replay it over and over again, listen to a few times and you'll catch, because a lot of times Kim Clement would talk about that there's riddles in God's word. So don't always literally interpret it. There is a part you should literally interpret because he talks about it, but the rest is, is, is riddles and interpretation. It takes the spirit of God to do that. So this is called the watchman's duty. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, Speak to the sons of your people and say to them, if I bring a sword upon a land and the people of the land take one man from among them and make him their watchman and he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the horn and warns the people, then someone who hears the sound of the horn but does not take warning and a sword comes and takes him away, his blood will be on his own hand. So what that means is if a, a word of warning comes, which is what I'm about to release in a few minutes, if that person or persons or people that he's talking to, who's he talking about the warning to? Well, he's talking about it to the goats. And, and I'm going to do this after the word, but I'm kind of previewing it a little. What are goats? Well, there are three types of leaders in the body of Christ. There are shepherds who lead the sheep. There are goats who kick against the fence. And God will explain in his word in a minute what that fence is. And then there's wolves in sheep's clothing. So he's not addressing the wolves in sheep clothing. He's addressing the goats, the goats. That's this word of warning is for the goats. The other part of the word, which is going to cause uh, uh, catalimit, cat, 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 calamity, 
is different. So there's two different parts of this word. There's two different parts of this word. See, I have to back up. There's the goodness and the severity of God. Recognize that. It's both God. It's the goodness and the severity. What he takes serious, he takes serious. He takes sin serious. He takes generation serious. He takes countries being dedicated and covenants to him serious. So he takes this all serious. He's a, you know, he's, he's got a sense of humor. The Lord definitely has a sense of humor, but he takes, he takes his words serious. So I'm reading Ezekiel 33, because again, those of you who know me closely, know I'm not a doom and gloomer kind of guy. And initially, I've been holding this word since July, and he wants me to release it now. I released it in front of a small congregation that I'm a part of in Brantford, Connecticut, Embassy of Heaven. And I thought I was done with that. I thought I was done. I was just to release it there, that it'd be on them to get the video out and spread it throughout New England. And, and you know what? He told me, no, I'm not done. So now I'm releasing this word. So there's two parts of this word. To the goats, this is a word of warning. To the people that live in New England, it's, it's the whole region. It's called New Boston. It goes from Syracuse, New York, and he'll mention this in this word, all the way to Maine. And I didn't realize this. When I thought I had this word, it was just for Connecticut, but it's all of New England, New, New Boston, really. It spreads into New York. And it's not a word of warning. It's a, it's a word to you of blessing. Now, there's going to be something that happens, and I'm not going to tell you until we get into the word, but the something that happens is a blessing for you if you listen closely to the word. So the word of warning is to the goats. And again, I'll go over the goats. There are three leaders in the body of Christ. There are shepherds who lead the sheep and they're co-shepherding because if they understand that if they're a true shepherd, they do understand that it's Jesus that's shepherding his flock. And then there are the goats. Goats kick against the fence. God will explain in the word through me what the fence is in a moment, but they kick. They resist. They're part of the ungodly resistance. And I'll use that word, ungodly. And then the third type of leader is wolves in sheep's clothing. So he doesn't even address the wolves in sheep's clothing. Why does he allow them? I don't know. He's God. Ask him. Ask him why he allows wolves in sheep clothing. So it says his blood will not will be on his own head, that person. So the goats, the blood is on your own head because I'm warning you right now. So it's not on me. He heard the sound of the horn, but did not take warning. His blood will be on himself. But had he had taken warning, he would have saved his life. But if the watchman, now this is important. This is why I'm delivering this word. But I lost my place. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the horn and the people are not warned and a sword comes and takes a person from there, he is taken away from his, for his wrongdoing, but I will require his blood from the watchman's hand. So I don't want any goat's blood on my hands. Do you understand? Because God loves the goats and so do I. Just as much as he loves the sheep, just as much as he actually loves the wolves in sheep's clothing. God's love, it's unconditional. It has nothing to do with what you do or not. Yeah, you please God by your faith, that's different. So that's the word. So guess what? Yeah, 
I'm a watchman. Well, Vinny, who's ordained you? Well, I do have an ordination certificate, but that's worth the paper it's printed on. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's called Jesus Christ. That's who's given me the task to deliver this work. It's called a relationship where I walk in the garden, the cool of the garden every day. Yeah, but you don't walk in the office of prophet. Oh, really? I don't call myself a prophet. I'm just Vinny who prays in tongues. So I'm just Vinny who prays in tongues, but I have a prophetic word for his people in New Boston and the rest of America. Like I said in the title, God loves America. So listen closely. I'm going to go very slow. Thank you, Scott. I do have the highest authority. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The mystery of the Trinity. That's what I have inside of me. Okay, here goes. Remember, those of you who are new to... I have a lot of Facebook Live listeners. This is not Vinny's mind. This is tongues, which I spoke in tongues. I have the gift, the gifts of the Holy Spirit... There's a gift called tongues and interpretation. So I gave a tongue. I spoke in a foreign language that I have no mental understanding of. And then the interpretation, which is in English, came out. And by the way, if there was somebody in the room of a foreign language, they may hear that tongue. And God does that sometimes. So that it tells people that it's real. <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm going to go slow. I'm going to pause. I'm going to tell you when this is not part of the word because I need to unpack this because this is... This is going to be controversial. I need each and every one of you listening to this. If you bear witness to it, if you don't and you want to be a goat, go ahead, be a goat. It's okay. I love you anyway. But if you feel like I feel the urgency of this word, because I've been holding it since, you know, July of 2023. So July, August, July 23, August 23, September 23, October 23, November 23, December 23, January 23. Oh, look at that. Seven represents completion, God's number. February 23rd is seven months. Interesting. Ready? I am. Father, I pray that you give me the, 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 the words are clear, that my words line up with yours. I don't want to embellish. I don't want to add anything to this word. I just want to instruct where you want me to instruct. So I'm sensitive to your Holy Spirit. My children, my children, my children. Hear my call, hear my call. This day, I'm speaking to Embassy of Heaven. I'm not only speaking to Embassy of Heaven, I'm speaking to Connecticut. I'm speaking to Rhode Island. I'm speaking to Maine. I'm speaking to Vermont. I'm speaking to Massachusetts. I am speaking to the state of New York as well. As far as Syracuse, New York, Albany, New York, and that whole region, I speak to it all. What you call New Boston, I call my territory for my kingdom. Because I rule and reign, because I rule and reign, that's what he said. Satan, I see you fall like lightning. Yes, I saw you fall like lightning so long ago, so long ago, so long ago. And now today in this region, I see you fall like lightning again. Yes, you still have influence. You'll have pockets of deception, pockets of evil. But for my people, my sold out ones, my lovers of God, my children, the bride of Christ, daughters of Jerusalem, they are mine. They have always been mine. They have been in my hand always. But your day is done. 
This day that you call July 23rd, this day you call July 23rd, I don't call it that. I call it history, my history, because things have changed. The waters shall rise and do not be afraid by what I'm about to say. So that was a, hang on a second. The waters shall rise. And then I stepped out of the tongue for a minute because I sensed fear in the room. I said, do not be afraid about what I'm about to say. So I, I stepped out. So I'll go back into the word. The water shall rise in the natural. Water shall rise in the natural. The water shall rise in the natural. Do not be afraid. Do not move. Do not leave. I'm going to pause there. He says, do not be afraid. Do not move. Do not leave. If you hear this word and all of a sudden you do exactly opposite of what he's saying, why would you do that? Why would you do the exact opposite of, of, of what he said? Why? That's right. Scott's reminding me. I don't live in New England right now that there's been lots of flooding in New England after that this word was released on July 23rd. Okay, he says, do not move, do not leave. It's not going to come near your doorstep. If you're a believer, if you're a believing believer, but guess what? He loves you. He's giving you a chance to get things right. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's giving you a chance to become a believing believer because he says, do not leave, do not move. It's not going to come near you. It's not gonna come near, near your doorstep. Even if you live in a flood zone, see how much a loving God is that he wants to, he cares for you. He knows what the enemy's gonna do and he knows your natural mind's gonna say, well, how the hell am I gonna get out of this? I'm in a flood zone. It's not going to come near your doorstep. Thus says the Lord, you'll be a sign and a wonder. My sign and my wonder, which points to my son. Yes, many will, now it flips, now it gets great. Watch what happens. Remember, there's some riddles I talked about here. Yes, many will come into this region because of the move of God. I do not call it a revival. It's okay, you can believe for revival, but I call it a reformation, a reparation, and a repartation. Now I have to pause there because a reparation is a repairing of the breach. Reformation, everybody knows, is returning to the original design of God. But repartation is a brand new word. Okay, and get ready, here it comes. It's a brand new word, it's not in the dictionary. Vinny, can you do that? No, I can't, but God can. He created everything. Repartation means the separation of the, of the sheeps and the goats. He gave me the definition. It's the separation of the sheeps and the goats. And repartation, that's what I call it. And the move of God will continue like the wheel within the wheel, and you will see the land change physically. So now he goes back in. You will see the land change physically. You will see the land and, and this area change physically. Do not be afraid. It's not judgment yet. Ooh, mm, interesting. I speak to those, I speak to those, those goats right now, you need to come in into line. You, okay, 
You need to come into line. So I speak to those goats right now. You need to come into line. You need to stop kicking against my fence, which is my people. Ooh, I'm going to pause there. What revelation? It's not even revelation. What does he say? He says, you're kicking against my people. That's the fence, which is my people. You need to come into line. And if you don't, I will remove you. Let me say that again, goats, leaders, believers that are kicking against the fence. It's not only leaders, it's believers that are kicking against the fence because you're kicking against other people. If you're the head of your household and you're not believing him and you're not getting changing and repenting, if you're not getting that and you're kicking against what he's looking to do in your life, you haven't followed the calling guide, you're a goat and you will be removed. He will remove you. I didn't say that. He did through me. Watch this, though. Here's the mercy of God. Here's the mercy of God. You still have some time. I'm not talking about today. So that was July 23rd. But I, I believe you still have time. But if you do not come in line, I will remove you. Because my children, watch this. Here we go. My ch because my children need to be blessed in this time. He needs them to be blessed because America is going is a shitstorm right now. It's going to hell in a handbasket and he needs a sign. He needs people prospering and you goats are kicking against that. He his hand is held back, I believe, because of you goats. Yeah, am I getting heavy? You better believe it because he's heavy. He's very heavy. He's very heavy. So goats get in line. I implore you. With the mercies of God. You intercessors, they hearing this? If you have a problem with this word, get on your knees and repent. Get on your knees and repent. It's not, I don't care who I am. It could be Joe Schmo from Idaho. And you still have a problem with this word. You know why? You're a friggin' goat. You're kicking against the Lord. All the scripture you've studied. Yeah, I get it. I study scripture too. I don't compare myself to you. But guess what? It means diddly squat unless you have the spirit of the Lord in your life. That's what brings life. That's what brings freedom. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to set the captives free. Jesus didn't even take credit for it. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he was the first of many. He was, and I'm getting out of my word, I understand, but he wants me to do this. He was the first of many. So he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So guess what? You and I and you goats that come into line can have the spirit of the Lord upon you. So I'm going to back up. But if you do not come into line, he's talking to the goats, I will remove you. I'm going to say it again. The Lord's going to remove you. Because my children need to be blessed in this time of abundant rain. Ah! <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> rain that comes. Physical rain as a sign this day. So I thought this was a Jonah type of word where I was going to be like, you know, because I am, I am about to go into fast and I'm fasting for America and from America, but that's on a different angle here. This is a Jonah type of word. He's telling you the physical rain is going to be a sign. It's a prophetic word of the sign that God's coming. The physical rain will be a sign of his reign of his presence an abundant rain and blessing in your life. Now, I hope you receive this in the 
in the spirit that I've given it. And there's only one spirit I could give it into is in the Holy Spirit because the spirit of the Lord is upon me to set the captives free. A lot of you goats want to be free. A lot of you goats are hypocrites. You go to church on Sunday because you have to. A lot of you are suicidal. God's telling me right now. <laughs> I see a cloud the size of a school bus. I love it. <laughs> Scott, you're awesome, buddy. <laughs> time for school. That's right. School of the Holy Spirit. You got time for the school of the Holy Spirit. You're being schooled. You're being schooled right now. You're being schooled by a throwaway. See, see I'm a throwaway. People have thrown me away. It's okay. I'm not sad. You know, there was a prophetic word given me over years ago. The prophet said to me, you know, Vinny, you were, you were always picked last for sports teams. I was amazed. This was early on in the prophetic. And he totally read my mail. I was always picked last because I was a runt. And then, you know, I was small and I was not fast. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't gifted to be a sports person. And so I was always picked last. He goes, but guess what? You're going to be the first. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, you're going to be among the first because God says you're among the first. So I'm not, I'm not reveling in this word because that means people are going to die. Mass amounts of people are going to die as a result of this word. And I know it. But see, here's the thing. God followed up afterwards because he understood that when I was going to release this word, it was going to send shockwaves throughout the country. It is This word is going to send shockwaves throughout the country. I don't say that. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. And, and here's the thing. There are going to be criticisms. They're going to analyze. They're going to replay the tape. I mean, I've got the actual video out there. Some of you that have it, if you want to share it, share it. Get it out there. The original video. It's got some other words about the time and the season that we're in. But here's the thing. God anoints who he anoints, doesn't he? Donald Trump is anointed as president of the United States. So many people don't like him. Doesn't matter. God anoints who he chooses to anoint. God calls clean what he calls clean. And you can't do a damn thing about it. So what I'm saying is, is that this word needs to get out there. But here's the thing. Let me follow up because... It would have been okay if it was just left there because it's like, good, I can go back into my, my shell of protection, which my shell of protection is the secret place, Psalm 91. By the way, I, 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 I implore a lot of you in New England to get under Psalm 91, start reading that. Don't, don't make a religious thing out of it, but study it. If I, I was you, um, you, know, you know, God is very long suffering for the region of New England. So here's the thing. When you understand the goodness and the severity of God that works at the same time. You understand that this word is really good. It's a great word, but you also understand the severity part. And the severity part is a lot of people are going to die as a result of this. Now, I'm not speaking out of school here. Again, I'm not a doom and gloom guy, but there's a natural circumstance that comes when physical rain comes. So afterwards, I don't know if it was a month later or two months later, he speaks to me while I'm hanging out with him. By the way, when's the last time you hung out with the Jesus? I'm not talking about praying to him because praying to him, does you can't receive. It's a two-way communication. It's a two-way street. So receive from him. Spend time just listening, spilling yourself, get you know, and listen to your heart. It'd be amazing the things that'll speak to your heart, which will influence your mind. So here's the thing. 
a month or two months later, he says to me, there'll be 14 straight days of rain. 14 days. So you got a wall of water and 14 straight days of rain. What's that going to do to the state of Connecticut and the region? Well, I'll tell you what it's going to do. And I, I should have looked this up. And, and those fact checkers, I'm sure you'll fact check. I don't remember the year of the storm. I think it was 1938. So this is amazing how God does things. I listened to a radio show and it was supposed to be a political show because I was a, a guest on the show. I, I, I was speaking on it for just a few minutes as a call in calling guest and and so I'm listening to the polit political show and 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 they uh they uh they they're talking about the storm of 1938 I think that was the year where a massive hurricane hit Connecticut and these two guys were saying that it was devastating that's the words they used 500 homes were wiped out I forget how many people died but they said if that level of a storm came to Connecticut today because back then the trees were small and there were a lot less homes. Now with fully mature trees and all these homes, they said mass devastation. But remember the word I just gave you. God said, don't leave your home. Don't be afraid. It's not, the water's not gonna touch your doorstep. So that's the step of your door. And why? Because it's gonna be a sign and a wonder for those believers and unbelieving believers. It's gonna be a sign and a wonder for both classes of people. So now what's going to happen is when they're talking about the storm, they said it's going to be much more devastating. I was like, that's crazy. So then after that, a few days later, a hurricane was coming. And I thought that that might be my word. I thought, you know, I'm like, oh, man, this is coming a lot quicker than I expected because I thought people would have a chance to not be goats anymore. And I was right. It, you know, I did get it wrong. But the interesting thing was, again, I listened and, and these guys were talking on the radio they said that a guy who worked 50 years for the maritime on the sea, um, he'd never seen anything like this in 50 years. So I believe this storm almost came and, and the prayers of the saints averted it for now. But, but, but the thing is, is that the storm that was coming, I forget the name of the hurricane, because it never hit, even though it was supposed to be a direct hit for Connecticut. He said he had never seen anything like this. Birds left and went to different islands. He said he's never seen anything like that before. So that's the magnitude of the type of storm that I believe is coming. Now, we'll fast forward. December, so he doesn't let this word go. Again, I haven't released it till today. So now on December 12th, I'm doing an intercessory prayer meeting. For those of you who don't know what intercessory means, it means gathering uh, people together to pray. And at the end of it, I did tongues and interpretation again. And I had no idea that this was going to come out because I never do. It's not out of my mind. And what the Lord says through me is that the calamity that's coming is, he says, everyone that dies in it, he says, you can grieve and mourn, but don't grieve too long because everyone who dies in it is coming home with me. So I'm giving this word to believers. So I had to, I had to kind of process that. So initially, my mind, I thought like a 9-11 type tragedy. But then I realized that it, he was talking about the storm. And he confirmed it to me. Yes, he was talking about the storm. Yes. And, uh, oh yeah, Scott's helping. Yes, clouds of exhausted birds off the coast that fishermen had never seen before. So clouds of birds were exhausted from flying from the storm. Thank you, Scott, for that clarification. So now what's happening is, is that 
I don't connect the dots. I don't realize it's that calamity. But here's the, here's the, here's the important thing. Remember, he said, Psalm not, you know, he said, you'll be protected. Do not be afraid. He said three times. And when he says it three times, that means he's stressing something. And remember what's on the flip side of this is a major blessing for those who believe. Does that mean you have to help your neighbors out? I don't know. You do what you want. But those of you who have 6,000 or 4,000 or 5,000 square foot homes, I get ready. I would. And I've never said anything like this before. But I'm going to tell you right now, get ready. Put air mattresses in your house. What happens if I do that and nothing happens? Well, you know what? Send me the friggin' bill, okay? I'll pay it. You know, because I, you know, but again, I don't believe this is a Jonah, Jonah Nineveh type of word because of the blessings that he talks about on this. So here's the thing. When he said the calamity, don't grieve and don't mourn. You can grieve and mourn, but don't grieve or mourn too long because they're all coming home for me. I said, Lord, does that mean all the people that die in the storm are believers? He said, no, I'm speaking to my children. I want them to know that those get, that, that get taken home early are home with me. And he said it that way to me, those who get taken home early. So start your grieving now because you don't know who's going home. And again, people, I've got a couple of my really close friends. They know I'm not a doom and gloomer. I'm not a doom and gloomer. This has a doom and gloom element in it, but God's always a redemptive God. So there's the goodness and the severity of God. Is God causing the storm? I believe he's allowing it for a reason. That's what I believe. And somebody could correct me if some of you want, who are New Testament, yeah, definitely not. He's not causing it. He's allowing it. Thank you, Scott. So here's the thing. Are you prepared? Ask yourself this question alone with God. Are you a sheep or are you a goat? Because sheep know God's voice and they follow it and they listen to it and they're obedient. See, I used to be the goats of all goats. I was. I compartmentalized stuff. I, I would tell half-truths. I, I would. I would leave things out because of intimidation. I'm not intimidated anymore. And some people don't like that. And that's okay. I love you. But I have to be authentic to the true God. You know? The true God. And so, yes, this is a serious word. But on the end of it is the blessings. Focus on the blessings. Focus on the blessings. You know, when I used to do deliverance ministry... I used to tell because it was very demonstrative. I tell people, just focus on the blood of Jesus. Don't get hung up on what's happening in the room because it's freaky when demons manifest. It freaks you out, but focus on it. So focus on his blood. Get your family in line. Don't control them. Give them this word, but do not control them, parents. I Please, let them make their own decisions, whether they're going to stay goats or become sheep. Only God can do that anyway. It's not going to come out of an action or a reaction. It's going to come out of a, 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 um, a it's going to come out of repentance. It's not going to come out of reaction. Thank you, Scott. I was just about to say Jesus converted him and he repented. So the repentance is what happens. They're, they're the ones that have to turn their mind. And yes, sometimes there are emotions involved. So it's not about crying before his altar. It's about changing your mind to what he says. See, it says the meek shall inherit the earth. Well, if you study the root word of meekness, it means that someone that is um, someone that uh, prefers what somebody says over them, over their own thoughts, feelings, and opinions. 
See, that's the only reason why I'm releasing this word, because my own thoughts, opinions, and feelings is like, I, I don't want to tell people this. I don't. You know, you ask what Vinny wants to do. Vinny wants to move to New Hampshire to my beautiful lake house. I want to make love to my wife, have three children, and, and, and move away and not be in the spotlight. But he's got different plans for me, folks. He's the one that's got different plans for me. He's the one, not me. So again, I want to tell you with the love of Jesus, truly I mean this, the best is yet to come with a big B because it's Jesus. Is this crazy? Yes, but crazy is God because read the Bible. This Bible is filled with crazy stories, isn't it? A burning bush, really? A stutterer that leads a nation, really? A stutterer that leads a nation. A lawyer, a doctor, a taxman, a fisherman, a couple of fishermen. You know, I think of David's mighty men. What a, what a bunch of scoundrels and rascals, right? Then you have Gideon's 300. Gideon's 300. And then you have Jesus's 12. Well, how about you that own houses that are nice, start opening them up to people? Why don't you get a house meeting going? Don't ask, you know, you could ask your pastor, but it's not about funneling money to the pastor. It's about Acts 2 too. Because if the persecution comes and the government shuts down these 501c3s, which may happen, you're going to be the only one that can, you know, you can, you can shepherd your people. You can have community, rotate amongst the houses. And you know what? The gifts can be in operation. Somebody comes in with a psalm, a hymn, a spiritual song, a prophetic word, gifts of tongue, interpretation, healings. It all can flow. And, and you know what? You know who has a need amongst you because your neighbors, your friends, and you take up a collection for everyone. And if no one has need that week, you take up a collection for widows and orphans and you get it out to your community. Wow, I just talked about the simplest model of church. The simplest model. Yeah, Scott, exactly. Take up a blessing, take up an offering and bless the ungodly neighbors in your neighborhood. Knock on their door. I've done this. I haven't knocked on people's doors, but I've given transgenders $100 bills. And I'd say, you know why you're getting this? And they look at me, why, you know, with their list or whatever. I don't want to make fun. I'm not trying to mock. I said, because Jesus loves you just the way you are. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'd say, come to him. He loves you. So I love you. That's why I delivered this word. This word was warred. So many circumstances, but it came out in the right time. And I'm glad I didn't release it earlier. I just wanted to release it before my 40-day fast so that I could answer your questions because I know a lot of you are going to have questions. So reach out to others. Reach out to Scott Whittier. Reach out to friends that understand this word. Some people will comment. Hopefully, they'll forward my word out and say, I'm a resource. Please do that. Those of you who are mature in Christ and can help some people process the word I just released because I'm not going to be available to do that. So just if you if your friends of mine, could you forward it out and say, I am a resource to help. Please call. Let's process this word together and come together as one. See, Psalm 133, unity. God needs a unified body more than ever. See, his body was never broken. Those of you who have communion where you say the body is broken, 
you're wrong. That means you don't discern the Lord's body, and that's why there are many sick and die and go home early. God's words, not my words, because you don't discern the body. The body was never broken. It was beaten and bruised for the chastisement of, of his peace was upon us. So that's what happened. His body was bruised, never broken, never broken. So have communion daily, not as a religious uh, sect or religious rite, but have communion daily. Fellowship with one another. Turn the damn TV off. Cancel cable. Get rid of it. Start playing godly stuff. Get rid of it. Netflix is demonic. I'm telling you right now, I'm speaking because I love you. I used to be into all that crap. Now, do I watch a football game? I didn't this year, but every once in a while, maybe I watch one. Everyone, it's okay to watch sports, but does sports have you? Is sports that much of your escape because you're, you're, you're compartmentalizing your life? You're not willing to have tension in your home where you get, you know, the, the head of the household becomes truly the head because it's in the word. You know, that thing about the woman wife being in the neck, I don't read that, that in the word. I don't. And happy wife, happy life? No, happy head of household. Happy priest, happy life. Because the blessings flow to the children. You want to know why your children went through what they did? Because your household, and I'm calling it like it is, there was chaos in your household. I know. I was a masturbator because I masturbated. You want to know why your children masturbated? Because of chaos in the house caused by you. And I love you enough to say that. I love you enough to say that. I'm being real. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. Thereby, the grace, I was in it. But that's what repentance means. His father, forgive me, I didn't realize, and turn to him. Turn to him. Turn to him. So Scott Whittier, that's uh, Scott, S-C-O-T-T-W-I-T-T-I-E-R. Find him on Facebook. He's a friend of mine. You can find him that way. He's out of Maine. He said he's, he's the first one. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. He's going to help you unpack this word because you're going to have to process it because there's riddles like Kim Clement talks about. There's riddles in that word. I don't even understand. I don't have the full, I don't claim to have the full revelation. I see in part, this is just one part of the picture. It's just, there could be other calamities that are coming. I could be right about the 9-11 sense I got when that word was released. He could, he, there could be four calamities going on at the same time. He has spoken to me about that. By the way, whoa, I'm not saying this for sure. This isn't thus said the Lord, but he spoke to me about this 10, 10, 10, how many, 10 or 15 years ago. He said, Vinny, the calamities are going to come so quick that they can't keep up with it. I'm not saying that's going to happen right now, but could you imagine that? Something happening in the Northeast region, something happening in the Southeast region, something happening in the Central, the Midwest region, something happening on the West Coast all at the same time. How are you going to handle that? You know why? Because believers are going to help. You're going to stand in the gap. You're going to help. Private money's going to help. Government's not meant to take care of all of us. It's never set up that way. Never. It's for the people, by the people. It's a republic. It's not a democracy. I got to take off my political hat. I'm starting to get into politics. That's not the purpose. Well, politics and religion go hand in hand. So I guess I'm, I'm okay because I guess God's leading me to do this. So I'm a, I'm, I've done something I've never done before. I feel led to right now. I was going to cut and run because I have to get into my fast. I, I welcome any kind of criticism. Don't be silent. Those of you having a problem, just ask me a question and I'll answer it in the spirit of this word that's given. And if nobody asks a question, you can unpack it with Scott. But who do you have? Who, do you, who of you has the nerve to stop worrying about what the deep state thinks? Because I'm certainly not afraid of the deep state. Because you know why? 
They're not God. They're not God. So if anybody has a question, go ahead, shoot it. Uh, perfect storm, John Paul Jackson talked about. That's true. I, di I didn't even remember that. John Paul Jackson talked about the perfect storm. That's right. This could be the perfect storm. Absolutely, Scott. Good point. Good point. Anybody, I'm going to give a moment for uh, questions. Remember what he said, don't be afraid. If you're a believer, you're cool. If you're a goat, if you're not believing fully, get on your knees. Say, Father, it, it can't, you know, that's that's the dichotomy. I hope that's the right word or the, um, what word? That's not the right word. The, um, I'm stumbling with the word. It's like big shrimp, like whatever that word is, where it's two polar opposites. That's the whole, whatever word it is. Of, of of God, you know, the weak become strong. So those of you that are weak right now that are goats, it's okay. Just say, I'm too weak. I'm too weak, dude. You can call God, dude. Say, dude, I'm too weak. You need to help me. He, he loves a prayer like that. The Holy Spirit loves a prayer like that. You know, the Holy, Scott and I were joking about this a couple of days ago. The Holy Ghost came to me one time and I thought my life was good. And, 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 and it never, it, it, it was amazing. I, I thought my life was good. Even though it was imperfect, I was struggling. <laughs> he goes, you know, your life's a mess right now. It's like, wow. That's, I mean, I was, I was flowing in the Holy Ghost. My ministry was growing. I was on Facebook doing Facebook Lives. This was back in 2020. It was, it was awesome. I was traveling. You know, the pandemic was the best thing for me. I mean, it was tragic because it took my wife out because she got the virus. Uh, the Moderna shot, and she died of cancer directly from the Moderna shot. And so the thing is, is that um, I'm not strong. I'm very weak. I know where I end and where he begins. So it doesn't hurt. You're right, Scott. It doesn't hurt to let God search our hearts. So those of you who are watching this live version taped, you can't ask me questions. I'm Truly, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I wish I was be around for 40 days, but I'm not. I'm fasting for America, and I'm fasting from the world. That's what he told me to do. I'm fasting for America. So I'm wearing sackcloth in the spirit. I'm fasting for America, and I'm fasting from the world. Father, I lift up each and every person that hears this video. I lift up the naysayers. I lift up the questioners. I love the questioners. The naysayers... I just pray for them. I love them and pray for them. But the questioners, I love the questioners. Process, process, process. It's all about the process. Lord, I just pray that people take this word, take it serious, prepare. I know there's an element that this could happen 20 years from now. I get it. And I'm okay because you're okay with it. You want me to release the word now. So you know what? God is God. If I'm meant to burn, be burned at the stake, <laughs> not literally, but well, even if that happens, I'm okay with it. You know, I know I'm going to be ostracized. I know I'm going to be criticized. I know I'm going to be condemned. I know I'm going to be accused of things that I'm, and I'm not speaking negative. Some of my friends will say, hey, Vinny, stop speaking that. Well, you stop and listen and ask the Holy Spirit if he's telling you to tell me that because the Holy Spirit's telling me to say what I'm saying right now, okay? So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Goody two-shoes. Jesus was never a goody two-shoes. He had the balls the size of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> he had big balls. He did. 
very, how do you know, Vinny? Were you there? No, but I read his red letters. You ever read the red letters? You ever read what Paul said? Paul, he used to kill people. Imagine that he goes from killing people to, to standing in front of him. Talk about an authority flipper. Talk about somebody, like right now, if you had Paul amongst you, and I'm not saying I'm Paul, but right now, if you had Paul amongst you, you, you you'd reject him. <laughs> I know it. You say, who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? What what denomination? What 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 college did he go to where he studied the word? Who does he? Na 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 na. Love you. So anyway, I want to tell you the best is yet to come. I want to lift. I'm I'm praying, but I kind of got short circuited here. So Father, I lift up everyone to you. I lift up all the people, and I pray that the numbers will be lessened. That's what I do pray. I pray that the goats come to their senses, that they, they take off their goatly ways and they become sheep once again. I pray that that happens. And the goats that are leaders, I pray that they become shepherds. And the wolves that are in sheep's clothing, those that are in those sheep that are in those churches, they start leaving in droves. That's what I pray. They start leaving in droves. Because if they don't, they're gonna see their pastors literally die. You're gonna see pastors that are goats are gonna come into a service and die right in front of you. Not all of them will, but some of them will die. I, I've already had that happen through a friend of mine. A friend of mine had it happen. So guess what, if it happened once, it's gonna happen again. You ever read Ananias and Sapphira? <laughs> Think about that, because goats lie. They lie all the time. They lie, goats lie all the time and think it's okay. They think the blood of Jesus is more than enough. Yeah, 1 John 1, 9 does say that, but when you become a leader, you're held to a higher level of accountability. You you chose to say yes to that. He didn't he didn't force you to say yes. You chose to say yes. So stop kicking. So Father, I just uh, I, I plead the blood of Jesus over the whole England, uh, New England, New Boston region, as God called it. I hope New Boston is. I never did the research. I'm not a research kind of guy. I hope it's called New Boston. That's what the Lord called it. Hopefully, it is. And yeah, it's daily perpetual. Thank you, Scott. It's perpetual repentance. It's a constant repentance. I'm constantly repenting. I'm constantly changing my mind before to him. So I love you. God loves America. And the best is yet to come. So sleep well tonight. Don't take an extra Xanax. Don't take an extra Ambien or Unisom. It's not necessary. Rather than taking those pills, just turn to Yesu, which is what he called, what he's called in Thailand, and say, Jesus, I need you. Come into my heart tonight. I love you. I truly love you. I wish I could talk to some of you, but I can't. I'm gone for 40 days. Peace out. Peace out. This is a heart from, from Thailand. I love you with the love of the Father. Good night. The best is yet to come. Hello. I am doing this follow-up. Uh, I'm beginning my fast or our fast of Brilliant Swanup and myself uh, at sun, sundown. That's when, you know, Jewish people begin their new day. So, uh, yeah, so we're beginning it. So I was able to come and do a follow-up, which I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Uh, so first off, I want to make a little uh, repentance uh, correction. 
not the word, the word is, is perfect, but what I want to correct is my impression of it. You know, originally I did come in thinking it was a Jonah, uh, you know, my, my heart is that it's a, um, a Jonah Nineveh situation, but then when I read the word, I reread the word, it talks about the rain being a sign of the uh, of blessings of God. And so I thought, okay, well that means the storm has to come, but it, he's not talking about that. He's saying that the rain, uh, the rain, you know, is a sign, so it doesn't have to be a, a catam uh, cataclysmic rainfall, a calamity, calamitous rainfall. It could just be rainfall as a sign. So, so I am going to go back to what I was saying, and the reason why is I read uh, John Paul Jackson's Perfect Storm. And by the way, I, I suggest any of you that, especially those of you who are struggling with the word I released, or you know, even if you're not struggling, if you want to get more insight, you can read John Paul Jackson's word called. Um, the perfect storm and it's amazing that in that booklet that i sent in a previous facebook message there's some major things that stick out to me number one he talks about the pandemic years ago number two he talks about russia and ukraine years ago and he hits not only the geophysical what he calls the geophysical which is the word i got was just on the geophysical but if you actually heard the full word from the church service, I talk about the economical as well. Um, but I didn't include that in this word at this time uh, for, for, for a couple reasons. And I'll, I'll release the, the word I had about the economical at a, at a later point in time. And so anyway, uh, the interesting thing was, now I did not read this booklet. I do not remember his word because it was years ago. But the interesting thing about it, he said that a couple of things that believers, true believers, which is what I'm talking to here, true believers thrive in the coming storm. You actually, you and I actually thrive. So then what's the proper response? You don't want to react, but what's the proper response? So I'll talk about one scripture that I believe is a proper response is Psalm 112. Another proper response is Psalm 91. But here's the interesting thing that kind of confirms what I was hearing from the Lord. And, you know, I, I like the fact that it's confirmed. Maybe there's some other prophets out there that are watching this, um, this message. I, I remember Timothy Sherman's years ago when he was in New England and specifically New Haven. He talked about a wall of water coming. Uh, he talked about a wall of water coming and washing over the shore of Connecticut. So anyway, uh, you know, the two or three witnesses is there. I'm sure there's others that have talked about a pending swarm. But um, he talked about in his article that there'd be two weeks of rain. So that's 14 days. Two weeks is 14 days. Two weeks of rains in America and in Africa. And it was so devastating to Africa that their airports would have to close because they don't have the infrastructure to handle that amount of rain. So here's the thing. The rain is coming and hopefully it won't, you know, the, the, the you know, I believe that enough people will listen to John Paul Jackson's word and not necessarily my word, but my word as a confirmation, not that he needs confirmation from me, but that we're getting close to a time because his word was released years ago. So we're getting close to that time where it could potentially happen. So, you know, in, uh, in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, it says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave and require of necessity my face. That's the Amplified. Let me read that again. So you're not just going to pray, you're going to seek and you're going to crave and require of necessary 
my face. So imagine that. He's saying crave and require. Say, Lord, I require of necessity. We need your face in America again. And turn from our wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Well, what does that mean here from heaven? Well, heaven's contained in the Father. <laughs> heaven is contained. So he hears from heaven, the heavenly beings, as well as he hears from the heaven, forgive their sin. He's going to forgive their sin and heal their land. So this is an attack on the land. This is judgment on the land, not on the people. See, because he says, I'll hear their land. I'll hear their land, heal their land. So repentance, like my buddy Scott said, is the key. It's definitely the key. So that's very important. Okay, and so um, he also mentioned something which is amazing to me. I told you to go look up what the awe of God means, but I talked about on my Facebook Live, awe. And he talks about the awe of God being restored in his church where there's a fear of the law and the awe of God is there and his presence is in the service. So it's really, really, really important that that happened. You know, so... So anyway, we're going to go into, um, there's something I wrote here that I can't even, <laughs> I love it. This is how perfect Vinny is. I can't even, Richie Rich, should I say, I can't even uh, read. Uh, oh, the only thing that's going to stop it, and this is important, that's why we need to humble ourselves, seek his face, is God's intervention. He can intervene in the path. He can intervene. And I pray that he will. And I was also reminded that, you know, I just, I see only in part. So I'm focused on the Northeast. You know, New England, New Boston, as he calls it. But what about the Southeast? What about the Midwest? What about the West Coast? What if all geophysical things start happening where it's on top of each other? You know, he did talk to me about that, where it's going to come to a point where the government cannot help because there's so much going on that, you know, uh, private citizens and, and private corporations and public corporations evenly, even are going to have to step in to help. So I pray that that doesn't happen. I pray that this is a Lord, uh, Jonah in of a word, but please take it serious. I implore you to get it out to your friends. I implore you to, to share it, share it. Not necessarily this one, but the first one, the one yesterday. Get it out there and share it to people, only if it bears witness with you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I pray that, you know, I mean, if you hear God's voice, you hear God's voice, so you're not meant to meant to carry the charge like I am. It's okay. You're not meant to have blood on your hands. I'm the one who has blood on my hands if I don't share this. And I don't want blood on my hands. So this is called the triumph of faith, Psalm 112. So this is the response. Vinny, how do I respond? Now, some of you asked me already about, you know, I got friends that live on the coast. You know, what do you do? You go share the word with them in a relatable terms. You go share it with them in relatable terms. And you sell them that, they need to get right with God right now. That's all. You need to be bold. Vinny, I can't do that. I'm intimidated. Well, break off intimidation and go do it. What if they never talk to me again? Well, again, uh, would you rather them not talk to you again and have the, the, the truth shared with them? Or are you going to talk to them and have them washed away? That's the reality. I, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to say it. You know, I, I just don't. And yes, it talks in the word that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, a person is not a hero in his own town. So you, they may reject you. You may run the risk. So this is Psalm 112. Shout in celebration of praise to the Lord. 
Everyone who loves the Lord and delights in him will cherish his words and be blessed upon beyond expectation. So guess what? If you delight in him and you cherish his word, you're going to be okay. It's not going to come and touch your doorstep. He said that in the word. Their descendants will be prosperous and influential. That means you have a heritage. That means you have descendants. So you're not going anywhere. And every generation of his godly lovers will experience his favor. You're not going anywhere if you're truly a believer. I got to qualify for that. Every generation of his godly lovers will experience his flavor. Great blessing and wealth fills the house of the wise for their integrity endures forever. Even if darkness overtakes them, sunrise brilliance will come bursting through. So even if darkness, even if these words that John Paul and myself and Timothy Sherman release that come true, even if darkness overtakes us, sunrise brilliance will come bursting through because they are gracious to others so tender and true. Life is good for the one who is generous and charitable, conducting affairs with honesty and truth. Their circumstances will never shake them. Life is, let me back up. You want to know how life can be good? My life is good because I am generous and charitable. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm telling you what this word says. Conducting affairs with honesty and truth. That used to not be Vinny's story, but man, it's Vinny's story now. I'm honest to a fault, some people say. I, I shouldn't talk so much about Jesus in my business interactions. Oh, really? Well, I met with somebody that, you know, two young guys that I started talking about Jesus right away. I have no idea if they were a believer or not, but I do what the Lord tells me to do, basically inspires me to do and, and brings out of me. And you know what they said at the end? And, and this is the very successful business, potentially. They said, Vinny, it was so refreshing to hear you talk about the Lord. We're believers. Imagine that. Imagine that. Life is good, okay? Their circumstances will never shake them, and others will never forget their example. So my circumstances don't shake me. I got some horrible circumstances sometimes, but they never shake me. They will not live in fear. Oh, they used to at one point, but not anymore. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come. I'm not fearful, folks. If fear is your response, get on your knees and repent, because fear is not faith. If fear is your response, don't do anything out of fear. Don't even share my message out of fear. Don't. I'm, I'm telling you, don't. I'm asking you, I'm imploring you, don't share it out of fear. Fear is the wrong spirit. You need to get right with God, then share it out of balance. That you have a fear of God in this circumstance. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come, for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith. Steady and strong, they will not be afraid. There it is again, do not be afraid. Do you know it says, do not be afraid 365 times in the Bible? One for every day of our year. Think about that. But will calmly face their every foe until they all go down in defeat. These are foes we're facing, people. Never stingy, and here it comes again. Never stingy and always generous to those in need. Their lives of influence and honor will never be forgotten. You're honored when you're not stingy. You're honored when you're generous. For they will be full, they were full of good deeds. Deeds is important. Works, faith without works is dead, folks. You can't buy your way into heaven. That's not what I'm talking about. It's something totally different. But watch this. This is exciting. This part is the most exciting part. But the wicked take one look at life, live like this, and they grit their teeth in anger. People who are angry with me right now, I'll read that again. But the wicked take one look at a life lived like this, because my life is lived like this. And they grit their teeth in anger, not understanding. You don't understand why I'm so happy. You think that I'm deception. 
yeah, I'm so deceived that I love God and I'm with him every day and I talk to him in the cool of the garden and I hang out with him and I have biblical proportion experiences like a deaf mute girl, uh, you know, uh, hearing and speaking and it comes from the right relationship. Yep. And I, 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 I feed the homeless and I help the poor and the widows and orphans. That's my heartbeat. So is that Satan and compelling me to have a heart for widows and orphans, to have an actual plan to take care of widows and orphans? Wow, that must be, a, that must be Satan's ploy, right? Hmm, interesting. The wicked slink away speechless in the darkness that falls. So the wicked slink away speechless in the darkness that falls, where hope dies and all their dreams fade away. All their dreams, not some, not part of them, but all the wicked's dreams fade away to nothing, nothing at all. Mm. Mm. So in the scripture, it says there, I don't call anybody wicked, but the Lord does. But the wicked take one look at their life, live like this, and they grit their teeth in anger, not understanding our, their bliss. See, I'm, I'm supposed to judge the fruit. I could judge people by their fruit. So nowhere in the, whole, no, nowhere in the fruit of the spirit is yelling at your friends. Nowhere is that in the fruit of the spirit. Nowhere is it yelling at your friends. Nowhere is it over-talking them. Nowhere, that's not a fruit of the spirit, being so angry that you're fuming. Nowhere is that the fruit of the spirit. Righteous anger is completely different. Go look up the root word of righteous anger and you'll notice that it's not what you're doing. It's not. Nowhere, that's not a fruit of the spirit. Gossip is not a fruit of the spirit. Talking behind somebody's back and not having the balls or the wherewithal to speak to them face to face. I don't, that's not a fruit of the spirit. It's not, not in my Bible, not in my revelation. That's not a fruit of the spirit. Backbiting, murmuring, gossiping. None of it's a fruit of the spirit. Slamming your fist down and saying, ah, I can't believe he's got what he's got going on. That can't be God. That's not a fruit of the spirit. And it's not just to me, it's against others that believe like me that it's all gonna be okay. That light is found in the darkness. A friend of mine says that a lot. Light is found in the darkness. So guess what? I believe there's a lot of light coming. I believe the light is what's exposing the darkness. That's what I believe. So listen, truly, this is my last one. About to fast at sundown at six o'clock. I hope that's helped some of you people. Again, if you need, if you need, you know, if you need processing, help processing, reach out to Scott Whittier. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-I-H-T-T-I-E-R. And any of you want to comment in the comment section if you want to be a resource to help people through the coming storm and how to process and how to plan, please feel free to. Love you all. And like I said, the best is definitely yet to come. We will rise again, rise again, and we will succeed. Hello, uh, this is definitely my final post. I keep saying that, but we'll see. Because uh, I was reminded after I hung up on the last Facebook Live, and I didn't know why the Lord was having me mention that there's a riddle in the word, because most words I've had in the past haven't had a riddle in it. But then after close examination, I realized the state of New Hampshire was left out of the states that he mentioned. So there's definitely a riddle. I have no revelation why 
he didn't mention the state of New Hampshire because New Hampshire is a coastal town or a coastal state. It runs right up against the state. So if any of you get any insight from the Lord, please share. I won't be able to reply till after, uh, you know, March 28th minimum, but just uh, definitely reply if some of you get revelation on that, why New Hampshire is not included, please cool me in. I mean, I, I will research the history of the state and different things like that. I'm not sure if it means that New Hampshire is just going to be sovereignly uh, saved and not touched at all. You know, we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't have any clue, but there's definitely a riddle in that. So this is a heart from Asia with love from Eastern Asia. The best is yet to come. Love you all. Bye.